three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode number. Oh fuck! I forgot to prepare a number of jobbing outs. Um, I oh, you know what? No, I know what number this is. This is number twenty-eight. Episode number twenty-eight is joining us later on in the program. Will be our twenty-eighth Hall of Famer. We'll tell you more about that in a second. I'm Glenn Clark. He is Brandon Linton. He is Aaron Oster, and we have no idea where the main event is. Like, all he told us is he's not he's not ready. <laughs> we're like, oh, well, cool. Well, we're just going to do the show, <laughs> and you let hey, us know. Hey, all, all, all the singles champions took off of TLC. Well, so we thought the main event doesn't have to be on this podcast. I mean, it's a fair comparison. We will talk about that in one. They didn't all take off. They just didn't defend their titles. Uh, fair that's fair, too. Fair that enough. is also fair, too. Um, but yeah, AJ, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we'll check in with us at some point. He's been out in California this week. He was at NXT over the weekend. He was tweeting, uh, was hanging out backstage. So we hope that he will be checking in with us at some point during the course of the program. But yeah, uh, Hall of Famer joining us on the show from the Rock and Roll Express, the great Ricky Morton. He's coming to uh, MCW for their year-end show uh, next weekend. So we're going to chat with him about that. Obviously, they've been running around uh, with AEW a little bit as well. And like honestly, as much as I hate like that portion of pro wrestling, they've actually looked pretty good. <laughs> like everything that we've Aaron, seen. Aaron and I got to sit front row and watch him do a uh, suicide dive and a uh, Canadian destroyer. So. Right. Like yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like I still I still don't I, want I have, I have I have no problem with using them like that. Don't give them full matches. Don't give them 20 minute 30 minute right, matches. Right. Right. But Little spots here and there. I, I don't know what's there to complain about. For no, I agree. Didn't they, just, didn't they just win a tag team title in the NWA? I believe that is correct. I do That's believe that so, they did do that. So don't do that. Yeah. Now, <laughs> NWA is a different deal. And actually, that's the exact crowd that NWA is looking for. So I don't know, man. <laughs> like, there's just a lot happening there. Uh, although they did fire Jim Cornette, so maybe it's not the crowd they're looking for. Um, all right, let's let's cover what happened this week, and and we'll start sort of with what you were alluding to. Uh, TLC was a thing; it occurred. Nothing really seemed to matter. Not because it wasn't a good show; it was it was a fine show, but it was a fine show essentially, like on the caliber of like a Raw with more wrestling. So yeah. my wife, we were talking. I think it was yesterday. And she goes, was, was there a pay-per-view this weekend? I, I don't remember. And I'm like, yeah, I remember Daniel Bryan came back. And she's like, oh, I thought that was like Raw or SmackDown or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely had that feeling. It had that feeling of just sort of being a thing that happened. But, like, I, I'm, a, I'm in a fine line where is it a problem that we have a show like that? I, I, none of us think it was a bad show. 
none of us think it was unentertaining, right? There were bad there were bad things on the show, but it was not yes. a bad show. Well, yeah, okay. It was, it was it was a perfectly fine way to spend three hours watching wrestling. Sure. Yeah. It it does come at a test, and I think this is if 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 I'm gonna have a take about it, here my take would be I'm already being pushed with the amount of wrestling that I'm watching. And if you're telling me that the pay-per-views don't have significant meaning, I might be more inclined to just sit back and find out on Twitter what happened at the pay-per-views. Um, that's well, the, that, I think I think there was significant storytelling meaning in this one. Was there outside of Daniel Bryan? What was there? Well, that's, that, well, that's specifically what I'm talking about. And I guess the problem I would say is we all knew that at some point Daniel Bryan was going to be coming back. Now, again, we didn't know he was going to come back and, and be shaved and, like, you know, that have the different look. But it's significant only in that this is when it happened, not that it actually happened. You know what I mean? Here's the problem to me is that it comes at a time where for the past two months we've been waiting for something to happen. That we've been saying, oh, well, uh, Crown Jewel is happening. It's okay. Things will get back to normal. Oh, Survivor Series is happening. Things will get back to normal. Oh, TLC is happening. Well, that doesn't really matter anyways. We're just kind of waiting to get into Royal Rumble. So it's not just one show. It's been the better part of the fall. Yeah, that we've that's just a been fair like, point. What's mattered? It sort of does feel like since the fi- the, the brand split, since, that, since the first SmackDown on Fox, there's been a lot of this, a lot of waiting for the thing that's going to matter. Now, with that being said... Like at, at the t- same time, Bray Wyatt won the title. Right, at, and that, at, at Crown Jewel, Jewel right. So is it, the thing that we thought was going to have no significance whatsoever is actually the thing that brought the single most significance of the entire fall, <laughs> oddly enough, right? Like, of this entire fall season, the one significant thing that occurred happened at the thing that we talked about as being a glorified house show. Whereas this, uh, an actual pay-per-view felt more like a glorified house show. <laughs> right. well, they, well, do you know what? They, they're not doing themselves any favors to make the show feel like that because um, you've got your recap videos <laughs> for, for things that are not on the pay-per-view on the pay-per-view, which is super fucking weird, right? Like, why are we getting recap videos of Seth Rollins on the pay-per-view right. if there's nothing moving forward with that story on the paper. And that, and know, that I, actually speaks to, Brandon, the thing that we are talking about around like SummerSlam, which is, does it matter that these significant, that like the thing you're telling us is the most significant thing on your programming isn't happening at a pay-per-view? And, this, and in fact, it just seems to be a formula where they're doing this on purpose. Right, right. right. At the time... This is like the third thing like this where they've done a significant quote-unquote pay-per-view but had a significant angle that wasn't on the pay-per-view that they should recap. Like there was this situation. I believe there was one that showed Rusev things and they weren't on the pay-per-view. And then there was one, the the biggest one was the one with Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns and Rowan and all that. Right. Well, not to mention the, you know, okay, well, so let's say you have that. Okay. There's actually a logical reason why that's not happening. But then for whatever reason, you move AJ Styles and Randy Orton off the pay-per-view and onto Raw. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. Listen, I don't, I don't know if you heard this, but this is a match that could main event anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it except could be, for a pay per view, right? Apparently. Except for TLC, <laughs> it definitely can't main event TLC. Um, they went is, out of their way to say that phrase about fourteen times <laughs> on Raw about how this main event is. You better st- stick around because this main event could main event WrestleMania. This main event could wrestle could main event any show. By the way, we kicked it off our pay per view last night. 
That's a fair God. That's so. All of that is true. All of that is one hundred percent true. So, okay, here's the big question that I think exists. The question is, are are we, are we? Well, is what we're dealing with that they are sort of implicitly telling you, or explicitly telling you, whatever? I don't know what I'm trying to say here. That TV ratings are at least as important, if not more important, than whatever extra subscriptions we might be able to sell to the WWE Network. Are they maybe saying, hey, we think we've got all the subscriptions. We don't think there's going to be a lot more people. that We've, we've found the market that we can find that's giving us $10 a month, and they're not going to change their mind if there isn't one more match on a pay-per-view. They're giving us that $10 a month because... They're getting a quote-unquote pay-per-view, plus they get NXT UK, plus they get 205 Live. Like We're giving them enough that we think we can start moving some stuff off of these events and get it back on our TV shows because it is super important for us to pop numbers on our TV shows where there's a greater potential audience than there is a number of people that are willing to pay for the WWE Network. Um, you know what I think happened here in this specific, I mean, like, yeah, maybe that talk could be happening. I think they looked at the show and they were like, all right, the show's too long. Just put that one on tomorrow. Because like, I don't know if you noticed, but the show went off the air in the middle of probably one of the best (laughs) bits of the show (laughs) when Roman Reigns dives into like 500 (laughs) people, the show just cut out. It It was was there was a lot of super strange things that happened at this pay-per-view like that, like particularly centered around Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin, like, but all that whole thing, like the match, whatever. And that, you know, okay. I mean, they can go as long as they want. There's no cutoff time for it. Right. Right. Now, I mean, they do have a schedule with the network. Like I get that. You know what I mean? Like they have, well, no, like I just don't know if there are overseas places that are still airing this. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, no, I mean, even in America, they're still airing it, but it was like, I'm pretty sure that was a planned cutoff. That wasn't a, Oh crap. We're out of time. Oh yeah. That, well, I think that's what they, how they wanted the show to end. The well, problem is right, like two seconds till the actual. No, I think happened. they. I, I think they wanted to for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. There's a lot well, of. I'm not quite we'll sure find why. Out on SmackDown because they didn't mention this shit on Raw at all. Yeah. Like, and there was like Raw people involved in the the big. And and by the way, trying to do it's that it's that really, it's that really weak. Like, hey, we're going to the Royal Rumble. Everybody's going to beat the shit out of each other. Like, type yeah. thing. Correct. But like, it was really odd that they didn't mention it on Raw. <laughs> and like the Viking Raiders are in there. You know, everything about Raw was odd. Like, let's be very clear about that. They had a 45 minute gauntlet match for nothing, that... for nothing, for nothing. By the way, Deanna Perrazzo, who wasn't on Raw <laughs> and who's not really even on NXT, frankly, <laughs> she hasn't been on NXT in like a year. And then they have NXT next to her name when she comes out to fight Oscar, which was actually a pretty cool. Little well, match. That's because Brandon, as you know, the Raw after TLC is the one time all year when Raw might face someone from SmackDown or NXT. Everyone knows the Raw after TLC is the one time all year when that can occur. Never again. But they're probably going to find out she has a manager's license, so right. she, she's allowed to be there. Right, She's allowed to move around from show to show. 
It feels like what we're saying is we're just back to the point where nothing matters. Like <laughs> nothing matters. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't which in I like we know is not inherently a good thing, but at the same time, we're not coming away from it saying this was all bad. We're coming away from it saying this is all and I I I think this goes back to what happens when you don't have a fucking championship. Like I, I don't it's know. It's all meaningless. Nothing matters. Everybody is wandering around pretending like this all makes sense when it doesn't because we're not allowed to say the thing that the giant fucking elephant in the room, which is that the purpose of everyone like in in kayfabe, the purpose for all of these performers existence is to want to win the championship. That is the reason for any of this. Meanwhile, you have Andrade who, you know, all he had to do is pin someone to to. (laughs) get a United States championship match, but he just wanted to DDT someone into the floor and walk away. He didn't care about the United States. Like, if he doesn't care about winning that title, why should we care about watching people fight for it? You know? Like, didn't you think that was such a weird bit? Yes, like, of course it is. Long-ass match. And and then he just doesn't care. This was all, this was all a plan, just to DDT Humberto into the, into the floor. Right. Aaron, you're cutting out. If I wasn't so so beaten down, from the all right, we tried. Aaron, Aaron, you got to you got move, move, walk wherever you walked before. Like you, you're cutting yeah, out, man. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, look, if it if it any right. better, uh, keep keep talking. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me right. try something here. All right. Well, we gave it our best. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, that's better. Better. Hello. That's that's better. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It definitely was better for what it's worth. For a second, it was really better, and then he just disappeared altogether. Aaron's getting ready for his uh, major national radio program, uh, a national TV show, <laughs> the, the, the Aaron Oster Hour, the uh, Aaron Oster Variety Hour, which is coming yeah. up. Which is coming. Am I back now? Uh, yes. yes. Uh, keep talking. Hello, 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 hello. Uh, it, so- it sounds better. Go ahead. Okay. If I hadn't been beat so beaten down by the past two months of not mattering, I like this U.S. title thing would be a real problem because none of that made sense other than oh crap we have 50 minutes to fill and we're just blatantly not caring about it because none of that made any sense. But because at times where nothing fucking matters, it's just like oh look another thing that doesn't matter. Right. That's I mean that's where we're at. Like we're, it's just you're just dragging this thing out and I I don't know oh, what the- also also Ray cut a promo on both guys. Uh, when he was accepting the challenge from Rollins, and Andrade didn't win the fucking match. Correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he didn't. He like, never won the match. They just, it just, it just stopped. Yeah, it's no objectively, winner. the writing is is especially stupid. Like, if we're just talking about this is stupid, stupid writing. If we're if we're writing a, a just wrestling script, we're not actually watching it. We're just reading it. We're looking at that. And we're saying, wait, what the fuck just happened? Correct. Correct. You're yes. You're telling me you watched 50 minutes <laughs> for nothing. For nothing. For absolutely That's zero. Yes. You gave the an... writing. The concept of that is insane. Like, it's, and, it's, and AJ like Styles, it's... who apparently wants a title match, doesn't get involved. What would have happened if there was a finish? What do you mean? Okay, Aaron, you got to move again. You're cutting out. We got to. We got to. Like, we... like in theory. In, 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 in theory, 
I, I was. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in the same place. Like I, yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's just it just doesn't sound good. We'll keep trying it. We'll just we'll, we'll keep going. You were fine for like the first 13 minutes of the show, and then <laughs> it all went to poop. Go ahead, Brandon. So, like, in theory, like, I just don't understand. Like, like, eh, nope. No, you're not. Unfortunately. Like what? What? What it ended up being is that they're telling us that whole thing was just to get further on this angle with Humberto and uh, Andrade. But that's insane. Correct. Right? Correct. Like, to do this whole thing. One hour. To, one hour of television. Just to do a spot they could have done like in a regular, like they could have just had Humberto fight Seth Rollins for the number one contendership and had Andrade cost him the match. And then we would get where we needed to go. I mean, like, obviously they want Ray Seth. So like the fact that they did this whole thing for no reason other than to further, further, the Andrade Humberto feud couldn't have, is couldn't have, like, couldn't have done couldn't have done two segments during the course of the hour in order to make those things happen. Like couldn't have had that happen somehow, some way. I mean, I. No, I they needed '90s Matt Hardy to get have a match, <laughs> and they needed, um, you know, Ricochet to get pinned again, and they needed. I mean, just all the things that annoy the shit out of me were in this match, um, and then it didn't even do anything. Yeah, that's where we're at. That's that's what we're dealing with. Uh, by the way, does anybody have any more clarity about what's really going? Like, we, so we're gonna get more uh, Rusev and Bobby Lashley, right? Like, we. Yeah, can we, I was just gonna. Can we talk course. about that for for a little do, bit? Do we have to? I mean, we do because it Is occurred. Try it again. Well, Try it again. All right. Oh, I just said. I said, you sure? We do. Do we have to? Oh yeah, I mean, we have to talk about it because it's what's going on. But I, I don't. Is there a purpose? Like, th- this is, as I keep saying, this worked when it was absurd. This has gone past. Well, but now we, all, now we all know where this is going, which is to the ultimate absurd. Th- it's is going it? to a wedding. Oh. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. Gonna, a wrestling they're get married, wedding. And sure. Rusev is going to yeah. destroy it. Are... And I, I also have, there's a slight hint that they changed. So they changed something very subtle in the, the whole story of this thing that I think also gives me an idea of sort of where this is going. Oh, I think the, talk- the Lana taking power thing? Yes. So we talked like a week or two ago about how um, we we think this might end up with neither one of them wanting to be with her. I'm going to take it a step further. Like, I don't, did, did you guys watch um, Backstage at all, ever? No. So CM Punk... Out of the clips that pop up. CM Punk's idea was that like, something sort of like that but then they're going to end up being a tag team i think he's fucking right about that <laughs> I, mean, I think now i'm it, watching this I mean, and i'm like that i think that is what they're going to do i think this is going to go all the way to them both not wanting her and then they're going to be a tag team did, didn't they do that with what was it, it was uh, charlie haas viscera because they, they yep. both dumped lillian garcia or whatever yeah <sighs> after lillian sang that beautiful song the viscera right in the middle of the ring <laughs> God, God, that poor girl. Um, yeah, I mean, I, like, I, would it stun me? No, of course it wouldn't stun me. But that's not absurd enough for me. <laughs> like, that actually is a logical wrestling conclusion to this. Like, I don't want that. I want absurd. I want absolutely fucking horseshit ridiculous. That's the only what thing if, that. What if Rusev drives a tank through their wedding? I'm in favor. I'm in favor of that. Give me that. <laughs> Here's here's the real 
fruition oh, all right. is that Lana wins the title. Lashley and Lana come out to WrestleMania with the tank. Rusev is the champ. Rusev wins the title, walks off with Lana, and they have sex in the tank. Now the that <laughs> I am not opposed to. <laughs> that I can get on board with. I would absolutely... <laughs> I would absolutely be in favor of uh, tank WrestleMania sex. <laughs> hey, do you guys do you guys think the ending of that match was a um, a botch? Do you think that like he was supposed yes. to go through the first table? Yes. I, yeah, I, I think they were supposed to, he was supposed to go through two tables. Yeah. But my ending that I wanted almost I thought it was almost going to happen because he was Rusev was standing back there by Lana, and I thought Lashley was going to spear both of them through the table. Right, right. That was the, that was the ending I wanted. But this is Lashley here's spearing Rusev and Lana through the through the table like he, on accident. Here's the, obviously the, Lana on accident. The but. continued problem I have with this, and this is why this is why you always were better off going absurd, is that you've painted you've painted yourself into a corner again, where Rusev doesn't like is explicitly telling you he wants nothing to do with Lana. Right, like he's yes. I I am glad this is happening. I don't have to pay alimony anymore. Right, like then why do you still fucking care? Right. And you can say, hey, it's not about Lana, it's about Bobby Lashley. But the problem is, you're building every segment around Lana. So like it just doesn't by trying to make it logical, by trying to make it seem like this is all reasonable, you've made it worse because it doesn't make sense. At some point, Rusev says, "I don't give a shit because well, I'm- it makes sense for him to say that, but still act like because that's what everybody does in a breakup, right? Oh, I don't give a shit about her anymore." And then you're like, "Hey, uh, what time is she working till tonight?" But that and makes you. Like- but that doesn't make you a face. Like you're not that. Like <laughs> well, you're, that, no. yeah, that, that's the creepy ex-boyfriend, right? Like it makes you a, a a jerk. You know, like that's who you are in that case. You're a stalker, right? Like you have a problem. Well, do you know what you are? You're a classic WWE. Well, there's something to be well, said for that too. Well, that's true too. too. That's some, there is something to be said for that too. By the way, what a fucking I I had no idea they had turned um uh the War Raiders heel. Like nobody let me know that. <laughs> the fuck are you doing ruining all of that Kentucky Fried Chicken? Like, <laughs> bro, that is a heel move, plain and simple. Like it, it really it's also amazing how, how WWE fan Fans, they, they look like they're really in shape despite loving Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true, too. Um, all right, so before Are Aaron... Are suggesting those were workers? I can't imagine. That never, doesn't make any sense. Never suggest Dude, that was a super heel move, though. Like, I don't think they realized what a fucking heel move that was in the moment. Like, dude, what what did the chicken do to you? <laughs> like, no, take, who's... No, take, take it one step further. A family was eating the food. Right! Right, and you wrecked family dinner. <laughs> he pulled it. He pulled out the tablecloth from out from under the girl eating the chicken. What a dick! What a like you are jerk. a heel, bro. Heel, heel, heel. My God. All right, um, Aaron. Before before we oh, the, oh, there is one more thing I want to bring up. Yes, as far as what's happened on Raw and this week and stuff. Well, I wanted to talk about Seth Rollins. Before Seth Rollins, just really okay. quick, I just want to get this thing because it's like a sixty second thing. The Becky Lynch promo. Was very clearly someone saying, oh, look, she used to call herself Becky Balboa. So we'll do the Rocky three speech between Rocky and Mickey <laughs> about uh, having setups, right? Okay. All right. 
Because right. that, that was the exact pro. I hadn't that thought about it. I hadn't thought about it, but you're right. That I mean, that actually fits perfectly. I'm good with that, by the way. I have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> I'm fine with it, but I, it just struck me like, oh my god, they're actually doing the Rocky Three thing. We haven't talked about the main event. Clearly, you know, the the Kyrie Sane stuff is is you know, I, I don't know. It's rough. How hurt, how hurt looks, is she? I mean, it it's real a concu- bad. I mean, we we it seems like it was definitely a concussion. We don't know, you know, exactly how bad. The Charlotte stuff in the match looks really bad. Yep, yep. Um, um, like when, when you mean when her head hit the ground? No, I mean when when Kyrie was kind. Of, you know, she kind of folded up on the spear because she was clearly concussed, and Charlotte grabbed her and slapped her face. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shit. That's not now. Like, there's a lot of stories about this. Like, apparently, neither Vince nor Triple H was at the pay per view, which can tell shows you how much they cared about TLC. Um, um, that also says a lot about the presentation because I thought it was a mess, you know. Well, it, well, so apparently, like they had, they had the respective showrunners running the various matches. So instead of having somebody singularly responsible for the entire program, it was Paul Heyman running the Raw matches and Bruce Pritchard running the SmackDown matches. Interesting. So. so I don't know what the fallout's going to be from that. Like that was a really bad look. It's a you know it's a it's a brutal spot to be in, right? To have that be your main event of a pay per view, to have that happen, and to not have everyone on board with. Okay, now what do we do? How do we get, get Kyrie out of here? Don't try to power bomb her through a table, which mm. clearly does not know what's but, going but on. Why isn't somebody? If somebody. Yeah, it's the first well, Kyrie, thing. Kyrie Sane looked dead when they did that. Right. Move. So the first yes. thing, the first thing you say is like the performers should recognize it, sure. But there's supposed to be a chain of command there in order to prevent that from happening. Like, look, you know, we had this happen on XT a couple weeks ago, right? And how quickly did they? Now it's easier on the fly to say, well, it just so happens we got two other members of this faction. We can just put somebody else in the match. Right. Um, it's not quite as easy to do that when this is the main event of your pay-per-view and you don't have two other members of faction, but there's got to be a way to vocalize to everyone in that moment, hey, yeah, look. Yeah, they could have taken out the other member of the other team so to make it more something, like a one-on-one. Right, right, or make it two-on-one, right? Like, make it so that now you're telling a story about, you know, how Asuka's going to have to do more dastardly things, um, yeah. you know, whatever it is. Like, you've got to figure out a way that you can work with that on the fly. That was a failure on every level. It it seems to be that there's more heat on Charlotte than there is on Becky. That the the belief sort of like is that Becky was trying to do a few things to protect Kyrie. Yeah, there's a video where she like rolls her under the ring. Yeah, right. like like it, it does. At least all of the egregious stuff seems to be on Charlotte's behalf. Yes, or Charlotte's side. Um. So so we'll see we'll see what the fallout is from it. But obviously it was it was a really bad look and. You know, brutal for that to be the main event that followed up the negative feedback to the the women's main event of Survivor Series for different reasons, right? right? Like I was gonna say, much different reasons because yes. this was actually a really good match. You're correct, correct. It's just that all the conversation coming out of it is about this, unfortunately. Yeah. But who's but who's having that conversation? Um, we we don't know. I mean, obviously, well, I, I guess what are you saying? Stuff, right. But we don't know if they're having it at higher ups. Like they should be. Wait, if it's just it, a bunch if it's of like fans as... saying it looked like that. Well, no, it's it's not <laughs> just a bunch. I mean, like it's the every wrestling website. It's been the biggest story of the week. 
Um, everyone that reports yeah, but who runs wrestling websites? well, but for, I, former wrestlers are talking about it. So right, former wrestlers are talking okay. about what happened that's, when they've been concussed. Like, like, yes. People yeah, actually we, know what the fuck they're talking yes, about. Yes, it has transcended. Yeah. Or it's just a bunch of people that no, want a reason to jump is, on. Charlotte it has transcended no. wrestling nerds. It's a bigger. It's a bigger story than that. Okay, um, but it. again, I don't know that that means that Charlotte's going to get suspended. I, I, I'm. I will defend Charlotte in that I get that this is a difficult situation to be in. Right, like now. It doesn't excuse. You've got to be able to tell what's going on. Like, if you're going to be in the ring, we talk about this all the time. You're responsible for the safety of your opponents. You're every, like, right. you've got to be able to know. I'm not excusing Charlotte. I'm also not suggesting that Charlotte is evil or that Charlotte's a terrible person or anything along those lines. Right? Like, it's a terrible spot to be in. Mistakes are going to happen. You need to do better, and they're going to have to all get together. And it goes beyond Charlotte, as we talked about. Like, somebody needs to be in the back screaming what the fuck are we doing like th- like how can this not be something that there are six layers of somebody else has to come out and make themselves and th- i you know the other thing i'll say too is that this is part of the problem of not having authority figure on programming right now um remember famously the time that jeff hardy was too drunk in tna and yes. um for the they had a title match on the pay-per-view against sting and yeah. like bischoff just had to come out and basically like be the one to take all the shit like he had to come out and pad for 10 minutes and you know yeah. like because they knew they and were in only- reality he was like telling jeff hardy to go to the back right correct right. like like this is the problem now, not- they should have even put him out there is another question no, no but, question yes. right but when you have an authority figure it's easier remember what happened in the main event um at wrestlemania with the rock right like at least you had somebody some figure whose presence when the miz got concussed sort of made sense right like that was the rock show he was the host right like he's the star when you don't have an authority figure at all in programming what do you do in that moment like what? I, I don't know that an authority figure would. Have, what what's an authority figure going to do in this case? Well, he's saying that they could they could ablib back yes. and the authority figure could come out. But and I, say, the, the, I mean, but you don't even need that here. You had to do is get away from Kyrie. That's, I mean, that's the, the I, message. I, down I, there. I hear you. I hear what you're saying, Aaron, and it should be that simple. But it also helps when you have the next level. It helps to here's, have. Here's the scary part for me. The scary part is if you watch. Are, are we all assuming this came from the elbow spot? to the table no we 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 don't know where because some people have also the um the t-bone suplex into the barricade she also folds up and her knee might hit her head like I, there, there are a couple I, spots where ta- it could be from so i'm telling you i 100 percent believed the way that she fell past the table on that elbow drop that looked like an injury to me like that looked it, like really really yeah. bad so like I, I i'm guessing that that's probably, I mean, if you're saying something else happened, God, they're doing all kinds of shit in that match. Yeah, actually, there, there were a number of spots where it could have happened. I honestly thought you were going to come on and say that Charlotte had a concussion because there was a spot I watched her um, not tuck her chin and just smash her head off the, the outside floor there. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. I, I, th- I think, okay, so what I was going to say before... I did all that kind of flowery stuff like that spot where she jumps off through the table the ref was right there and the ref was talking to her and so for her to continue i mean if are you saying that the charlotte move came after that so the charlotte move was it was kind of towards the end there was there was a spear on the outside 
where Kyrie, like, she kind of crumbles. She doesn't take it. Charlotte okay. grabs her after, pulls her up, and just smacks her in the face like a what-the-hell-are-you-doing-here type thing. At least that's or, what it looked like. Or it could have been just the work in the match, right? But, but it wouldn't make sense in the match to spear, pick up, slap. Like, it's weird. Like, you, you're right. That it's kind of projecting a little bit. But it was weird either way, the reaction, whether it was in storyline, whether it was out of storyline. The slap is just a weird thing to do there. Because isn't, is, I mean, all of this is the ref's job, right? To yes. Make sure that that, that, the... And that's what we're saying is somewhere along the line, someone, like, you just get to the get it to the ref's ear, stop this thing. Right. Right. No, or, or... Like, I'm, le- I'm less I'm less likely to, like, get on the Charlotte should have known better uh, bandwagon here. But, um... And, and and say like if the ref is there checking and saying she's fine, that's that's sort of what the perform. I mean, it, it's weird, right? Because people are selling that they're hurt, and some people are really good at selling that they're hurt. But that that wasn't that the the problem is that specific move that was not a sell. Like I just think it's no really one's easy sell. for people to watch a video and say that, and I think it's a whole other thing for people to say all oh, this. You know, Charlotte definitely. It's true, know. I, and I'm I'm not. Like I said, I'm not putting it all on Charlotte, but that was the one time where it just really seemed like, oh God, like everyone needs to realize there's something wrong because yeah, I will, I no one, on no refs, one would though, ever sell a spear that the, way. The ref is watching that move on the outside looking in. I mean, you also have to remember yeah. those other performers went through ladders and things throughout the course right. of the match. She could have been fucked up too. You know what I mean? And it's very, it's very possible. So I'm not going to say like, oh, it should have been so obvious to her that you know, I wish AJ honestly was on right now. So right, to explain a little bit better. That. He, yeah, because I think he could probably give a, a perspective we don't have. Right. Of like, what, what? Is, was it, what is it like when you're... And that's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm... I Look, I think, I think that I tend to agree there and that simplistically, yes, you should know. But I don't think it's... I don't think it's as simple as we want it to be in those moments. Um, yeah. and, and that's why I'm not angry at Charlotte. It's just more of a... I, I get why there's some heat. I get why it's not a good look. I would be inclined to say it's probably not as simple as we're making it out to be. Um, but what I do know is that uh, whether or not Aaron's got to depart, we got to uh, we got to talk to uh, Ricky Morton. So uh, I do have to depart. So uh, follow me on Twitter at ba oster. Watch the Daily Line. We're listening to the Daily Line three to seven Eastern every day. All right, man. Appreciate it. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. This is Jobbing Out. Respect. It's more than a word. In the U.S. Army, it is one of our core values, earned through selfless service to our nation and making a difference both at home and abroad. On the Army team, respect is earned daily. And now, in addition to earning respect, you may earn up to $40,000 in bonuses if you qualify. To learn more, visit GoArmy.com bonus or call 1-800-USA-ARMY. Paid for by the U.S. Army. All right, back in here for segment number two. We're going to push back uh, Ricky Morton a little bit and try to get to him in segment number three. Uh, we're all dealing with some various crazy stuff, but Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton with you on Jobbing Out. So, Brandon, a couple things we didn't have a chance to get to in segment number one. Um, one being, I-, I alluded to this a little bit with Seth Rollins. It was really interesting to me when Seth came out to start Raw and people were still cheering for him. <laughs> like... It was really strange when he was like doing the thing where he's like, I'm first of all, his fucking comments made no sense at all. Like it was the most nonsensical promo. He's talking about being a leader. What the fuck? A leader of what? Like, what does that mean? I'm a leader. Like the shit. Well, you know, you know what to, <laughs> so when I was watching these this segment go down and like the package of like the lead up the 
the um, the lead up, quote unquote, to the shocking heel turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we all yeah. Knew was coming. Yes. Um, so like I'm watching that, and then I'm watching him come out, and I'm watching this promo, and all I can think of <laughs> is, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing just thinking about it. So, you know, before we had um, when we had director of operations Kane, we had drunk dad Kane. Basically, he, like when he went to beat someone up, he'd pull off his suit and he'd have like a, a wife beater on, and he was like, you know, attacking people for Seth Rollins or whatever. But he looked like a drunk dad that came home from work, you know, like that. Right, was, right. So we, and, and it's funny because very quickly after we sort of started doing that, other people started making comments on social media. All of a sudden, he did not have the wife beater anymore. So I think that meant. So what I think we have right now is is this is drug dealer Seth Rollins, right? Like it feels That's interesting. Like, That's really interesting. It feels like they're supposed he's supposed to be some kind of like I go right to drug dealer because that's the trope in movies, but like some kind of mafia bo- boss of some kind. That's it's it's just like you've got this guy, you've got his muscle, you've got him saying like, "Oh, okay, like I see you gave Kevin Owens a lead pipe last week." You know, like I guess felt very yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. I completely understand that that's sort of the route that we're going, which, like... And I'm kind of laughing because, like, the way he's dressed is the way that, like, every, like, bad guy in yeah. a bad actor movie that's the head boss of a drug dealer company or whatever, you know? Like, <laughs> like yeah. a Bond... Yeah, there's... Not much... like a Bond villain, but like a... Uh, like a like a Bruce Willis movie. There's though. a lot of that. There's You're not wrong. There's a lot of that to it. Um, I... I think by the end of the night, we're, you know, we're at the point where people are going to stop cheering for Seth Rollins. Like, I, I was, it made me, I honestly got at a moment in the first segment where I'm like, do you guys just not watch Raw? <laughs> like, like, right. like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you still cheering for Seth Rollins? Um, I hope that by the end of this week, that will, that will end moving forward. Um, it was a little bit of a weird spot for me where I thought about the idea that, like, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles are the top heels on a TV show right now. Like, yep. that's, a, that's just a weird sort of feeling, right? Considering, like, how significant they've been uh, over the last three years of professional wrestling. I, I, I'm living for Kevin Owens' top face. I just... I'm not sure how much I trust that WWE will will do the right things to long-term make sure that Kevin Owens can be a top babyface on a TV show. Because I don't think Kevin Owens works as the white meat babyface. I just, I, I don't think he can ever be that guy. I think they've been walking the fine line. I did think it was a big deal. I told you. I thought it was a big deal that they wouldn't make him seem stupid in this process. I don't think that's the character that he can be. I think he can be the face that, like, is in on all of it. That That we like him... Because he's watching what it is that we're all seeing, and he gets everything, and he understands why this is effed up, and this is effed up, and this is stupid, and he's reflecting that, and we like him not because he falls in line as the company man, we like him because he's the guy that witnesses all the same things that we, that we witness, and he's the one that's saying them out loud. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's the guy. I, I think... That's who they have been. They have been making him that, I think. For the last couple of weeks, yes. And so, like, I, I think this is going to be interesting to see, like, okay, so he's not on the show this week. And so you've got Seth picking on Rey Mysterio. 
So I guess we all see what's going to happen in that match next week. Um, Seth, yes. Seth Rollins is not winning the U.S. title because Kevin Owens is going to come out and stun him or something. Uh, fact, Except, right? Like, that's the way it's going to go. Okay, so then you've got this string of Rey Mysterio wins where he only wins because the guy who's feuding with the other guy interferes in the match. Because they did that with AJ Styles like two two weeks in a row where Randy Orton got involved and an RKO'd uh, AJ Styles or did something to interfere with the with the match. So now Rey Mysterio can't win matches without help. But uh, you know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. But isn't it kind of strange that you've got your U.S. championship and your U.S. champion and Rey Mysterio? And the only thing you're doing with it is using it to further other people's stories. Like, like the AJ Styles thing went into Randy, a Randy Orton and, and, and Ray, Ray Mysterio's left up the belt. Then you've got this clusterfuck match on Raw that was supposed to be for the U.S. championship. But then that guy just decides he doesn't care because, because reasons. Well, because nothing then, matters. Yes. <laughs> no, that's where we are. And then we're just randomly here with Seth Rollins and Mary Mysterio, but then you know this is just going to further the Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins thing somehow. So it's it's a really weird thing, man. <laughs> like again, uh, as I come back to, none of it inherently bad, just weird. No, it's just weird. Right? Just weird. Yep, just weird. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Bray Wyatt as well. Um, I, we were we were all wondering how they were going to do this with Bray Wyatt wrestling as Bray Wyatt. And oh, not wait, as... this is what I've said they should do since the f- before The Fiend debuted. Right. Was that it... they, they should always have the option to have this other version to actually wrestle, and I'm glad they but, finally but did it's, it. It's, but... but it's weird on a couple levels. Why wasn't this fucking match for the belt? I... I, I, I... I don't know. I mean, I told you. I, I was pretty sure it wasn't last week. Right. You're talking. I was like, pretty sure this this is not for the title. And and they didn't even do the like, the fiend is the champion. No. They were like, but that's and, prettier. And this I'm is why it's fiend. also confusing. Like, what did they do that they couldn't have done in a match for the championship just to make the fucking pay per view feel like it was more significant? I don't know. I mean, I think, and especially because he just won clean. Right. Like, I, I thought. I thought that was the reason why so yeah. like the reason why would be you know daniel bryan cost him the match the miz that, that's, that's the point of doing a non-title match is to Which have is what we thought was going to happen then he just kind of beat him anyway and you're like okay so that could have just been for the title because you protected the champion like, so why I, were I you so hell bent on having a non-title match like why like i'm Again, it all goes back to nothing matters right now, and this is what AJ. Nothing matters. We're all gonna die soon. Um, like and Miz, Miz's the whole thing with the Miz and his family, and he was like, you know, not talking about the title at all. So I, I, it was like weird that the guy fighting didn't even want it to be for the title. Like you it, know, it almost comes off as like, hey, because we're not doing a title match on the other, we just want to make sure nobody's thinking about titles right now. Like what the fuck, like. This one, this 1,000% should have been a championship match. Bray Wyatt can come out as Bray Wyatt or as The Fiend. He has the right to do whatever he wants. He's both guys. Um, you didn't do the thing that you were talking about where you like delineated the idea 
of Bray Wyatt not being the champion. The Fiend is the champion. Like you had Bray Wyatt with the championship belt right. in a match against a a qualified championship contender, and yet just said, "Yeah, but man, yeah, fuck it, we'll just not do a championship match." And then had him kick his ass anyway. Right, right. I mean, it's kind of sad that like that's what we're talking about here because yes, the, um, the Daniel Bryan because, thing was cool and and Bray Wyatt's performance was really good. Yes, agree. I mean, the way he was playing this character and not doing it, like basically doing any offensive moves at all until like the one he needed. You right. know, it was, right. it was it was it was it was like he would let. The Miz beat the shit out of him for a little while, and then that would make the, not the, I guess the fiend or like the angrier version of him right. would come out for a couple of seconds and do something. And Bro- no broken else, I mean, Bray Wyatt, I believe. <laughs> What'd you say? I said broken Bray Wyatt, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It, I thought it was cool the way they did that. I just think it got over. It gets overshadowed by the fact that like he's the champion, and I think we talked about this back when they back when they put him in the title match before he was the champion, we were sort of wondering, okay, like you can't do this and not give him the belt. So then when you give him the belt, then what? Right. You know, and it's, and it's, we're kind of there already. Like where we're kind of like, okay, you gave him the belt, but like because of the kind of character he is, and because you gave him the belt before you fully developed everything about this character and the way it's going to work with, either the fiend by itself or Bray Wyatt separately, I guess now we know is going to be a thing like that. Now you have to do that development with a champion, which is much harder to do because some of that might involve them losing matches and, and things of that nature, just like not being around for title matches um, in general, which I mean, they sort of have done that, but I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a weird place that you put yourself in when you give a character like this, the champion, like that's why the undertaker, you know, didn't win a lot of titles. And when he did, it was sort of like part of a a story because like, there's no way to have a champion. That's like this unbeatable dead guy. I mean, I hear you. This is the problem that you run into, but it just doesn't make sense. Like you're essentially, I, I don't know, man, it still doesn't make sense. It still is. I, I'm just left puzzled. I'm left assuming. Like, I I really wonder, like, what happened when they laid out, like, the script for everything that was going to go down, and someone said backstage, so why isn't this a championship match again? And, like, wh- what is the reasoning? Like, what does somebody say back? Like, I... I, I yeah, I, what, also, um... <laughs> when, when they pulled out the big fiend hammer or whatever yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah, thing is. Yeah. I mean, that was a callback. We haven't it's not like we've never seen that thing before, right? Then right. you have it in the Hell in the Cell match. I believe that's correct. So Vic Joseph, what the hell is that? Right. I'm like Right. We right. Just saw it four weeks ago. Dude. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I dude, all of this all of this is just really I it feels like every other company that exists in the world where like you get to the end of the year and you're just like, Oh, the hell with it. Let's just get through it. Right. Like, Wait, let's, let's, like when's the Christmas? Party? Everyone, everyone that works in business this time of year feel like is dealing with the same thing. So those of us that are like trying to get work done, 
are dealing with the fact that nobody else is trying to get any work done, right? Or how much work can we get done quickly because we don't want to work next week? And, like, we're just packing everything. It just feels like this whole thing is this, like, giant, well, let's get to January. And as Aaron pointed out, like, part of the problem with that is that it's felt that way for a couple of months now. But, like, did this advance, outside of getting Daniel Bryan back, did this, well, I'm answering my own question. It saw it got us to see another side of Bray Wyatt. So like, okay, I guess that's a good thing. It accomplished that. I, maybe this really is just my simplistic thing that I always bring up. That like, you know, I always talk about this when it comes to Survivor Series. Like Survivor Series can be fine. I just think it can be better. That was all fine. Everything that happened was fine. But it's it's so easy how it would have been better. Like it, there's no effort at all in making that better. There's no effort at all in doing all the same things that you did and just making it a championship match. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what what are we doing here? And then this thing that everybody's talking about where, like, nothing mattered on the show, you could at least say, hey, we had a fucking championship match. Like, we defended the, the, the championship that, yeah, I guess, matters most right now. On, ah, God damn it. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm getting worked up about it, and then I'm doing the bit where I'm like, why am I really getting worked up about this? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm doing that whole thing all at once because that's just where we're at. All right, uh, what uh, before we wrap this segment, what else jumped out at you just from WWE stuff during the course of the week? Obviously, um, we're taping on Wednesday afternoon, so we're taping before what is apparently the most important night in the history of <laughs> of, of television programming because uh, NXT has loaded up their card. AEW, outside of as it turns out, the Jericho Jungle Boy match, indeed not being for the title. Um, they're, they've got a pretty loaded car themselves tonight. Like, so we can't react to any of that, but outside of that, what jumps out at you? Well, um, I think <sighs> we should, I, I just, mean, we should talk about Finn being the number one contender. Yeah. So that's not what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> well, I thought that was the easiest thing for them to do to just, okay, yeah. because again, I think it goes back into what this is like. This is just sort of just get let's get through it let's just get let's do something that feels big as you point out we'll get people to tune in to start the night and let's keep them there try to get a ratings win this week it's the last night that we're going up against each other for the year so if we can end the year with a ratings victory high fives all around it doesn't really fucking matter we'll deal with we'll address everything else three weeks from now so if you missed it uh, NXT has announced that Finn Balor versus Adam Cole for the championship is going to kick off the show. Which most people have already and, will have already seen by the time they listen to this show. So yeah, you you saw that right. to start the show. But this simple with the and, simp- it's, and it's and it's commercial free. Right, right, right. So they are. That's why they're doing this. They're just <laughs> loading it up. They're just going all in to try to win this week because it's the last week of the year. And they're saying this, we want the momentum to go into 2009 or 2020 of having come out with, a, by the way, did you see what happened last week ratings wise? Yeah, it was a basically a tie. Dead tie. Dead yeah. tie between the two shows. Um, so, yeah, you know, like it, it'll be, I have no doubt that it'll be cool. I have no doubt that we'll be talking about a super fucking dope match between Finn Balor and um, Adam Cole. And we'll come in here and we'll say it was great. And something else, like, it, I think the likelihood of it ending cleanly is still, you know, minimal to nothing. 
Um, I think it'll be a, a crazy 20 to 30 minute match and other people will get involved and it will sow the seed for wherever they're going after, you know, the new year. Yeah, there's that. And I also think the women's title is changing hands. Oh, you think Ripley's winning? I think, I think they might give it to her. Okay. I think, I think if there's a title that's going to change hands, it's going to be that one. Um, so I could see that as a, like them being that they're being their big like send off, you know, Rhea Ripley holding the title with everybody in the ring and all the, you know, the pomp and circumstance that they do whenever there's a big takeover. You know, they used to do that with Sasha and yeah. whoever, you know, the flowers and all that shit. So I, I, I could see that being. I don't know, man. It's it's just I have a feeling like this feels okay. like a look they wanted. Okay. For, for that change and I think like like we said earlier I think Finn and Adam Cole is sort of like the smoke screen to get you in and then that's the match they're going to really care about is the women Yep, yep. alright uh, very good we'll come back in we're going to wrap it up we're still hoping to be joined by Ricky Morton uh, he's dealing with some stuff with his family today so we're still hoping that will happen um, but we will work around that and we still have more to talk about and hopefully, maybe even the, the main event will check in and say hello. Well, I have no idea, though. It's the way it is on this. It's You know what? It's holiday season, and we're mailing it in. That's what we're doing. Just Can we just like, get through this, goddammit? Seriously, let's just get to 2020. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. This is Jobbing Out. Hey, Dad. Can we try one of those hoagie things? <sighs> Sorry, son. We aren't hoagie people. What do you mean? Son... We're Royal Farms sub-people, like my daddy was, and his daddy before him, like you and me, and all the folks we know. Gee, Dad, I never thought about it like that. So you're saying hoagie people are... Aliens, son. They're aliens. <laughs> Royal Farms subs are Baltimore's best. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. Yeah, AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank. Frank. Who is uh, with us. Um, guys, I know we promised uh, Hall of Famer Ricky Morton. I, here's what I want to tell you. Ricky had something really g- genuinely come up with his family today, so I'm hoping we could still make it happen at some point. But if not, we're, this isn't like one of those ones where we say that person is dead to us or can go F himself. This is a real thing. So. You mean like Ryback? Uh, yeah, that guy is 100% will forever eternally be dead to us. That's the way it works. Much like uh, one of our hosts is dead to a certain other professional wrestler that we're not allowed to talk about for some fucking reason. A-hole. Right. So whenever, whenever Ricky Morton calls back, now we'll know why. <laughs> right. Exactly right. Um, but hopefully uh, that'll either, either – like, it's totally possible we'll finish the show, post it, and then like tomorrow it'll end up happening, and so we'll just throw it in later. But if not, we'll try for it again next week. So in the meantime, uh, we've got stuff to talk about. AJ, you were out in uh, – you're out California way, huh? Uh, yeah, you know, doing a little uh, commercial thing. Yep, you'll be Top seeing secret, it you know at, at, the, at the Super Bowl, Doritos commercial Super for the Super Bowl. Super That's the Bowl one. commercial for – yeah, let's say Doritos. Let's say Doritos. <laughs> uh, but I saw that you got to go to NXT while you were out there. Yeah, it was cool. I got to actually go backstage. I took over the Twitter account. I don't know if you paid yep, attention. I was, at, I was for sure. I was 100% paying attention. And it was uh, it was cool. The show was cool. And once I got backstage, I had to stop, you know what I'm saying, yep. talking about everything going on. Now, you, were, shit, you but... were admittedly doing a little fangirling backstage. Uh, yeah, I did. Because, uh, it, like, I was... Literally back behind Gorilla, my homie Justin got me a chair, and I was just sitting there watching the show. 
um, from where they watch it in Gorilla. And, uh, like, while I'm standing there waiting for him to bring me a chair, Io Shirai comes up and just introduce. She's about to go out and have a match, and she comes up and just introduces herself. Hi, I'm Io Shirai. And I was like, uh, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, wait, did you do it like that because you didn't know if she could speak English, or did you do it like that just because you were no, genuinely. I did it because, I right. did it because I am a. Dog, I've said for months that my favorite I know. girl in NXT I right know. now is Io Shirai. I know, you've been all in. I know you've been all in. <laughs> That's dope, man. That's really, really cool. So, I, so, like, because everybody else, like, I know how it is. When you're getting ready. Like, even if I'm the most important person in the world, which I'm not, but let's just say I am, like, you're getting ready for a match. Right. Me after the match when your shit's done. Right. Blah, blah, blah. If you want to talk to me, all that shit. So, like, I didn't bother anybody. I didn't want to. If I'm backstage and you're doing your thing, I don't go out of my way to talk to you if you're in Gorilla. Um, but she literally came up and said what's up to me. And that was like, I was like, oh. That's cool. That's really cool, dude. <laughs> That's really cool. It's not quite. It's not quite are you the man beast, but it doesn't suck. Yeah. It doesn't suck for sure, man. That's dope, dude. That's really dope. All right, so we were um we we're actually wanting like you can actually serve a purpose for us uh on this okay. particular issue because we we're Brandon and I were talking about something and actually it was when Aaron was on the show. Um about the nature of how things go in a match. Mm-hmm. And and we're obviously talking about the main event from TLC where Kyrie clearly got concussed and there was just an utter lack of communication and utter breakdown in what needed to happen in that moment after Kyrie got concussed. And the heat has been on Charlotte afterwards. And as I said, I I don't know how fair that is because I think this is a really difficult thing to do. When you're in the moment, you're performing, and like you just don't know exactly what happens when this goes down. So now that you're a wrestler, now that you're someone who's worked matches, and hell, you just you know were involved with one recently where somebody got seriously injured, right? Yeah. Um, can you take us through what it's like to be in a moment? And I don't I don't know if you've dealt with a concussion yet in this situation. Yeah, for sure. So my um my last match at SCW. Brian Idol does like this flip over the uh, the top ropes to the outside bump, and I like go to catch him, and he hits his head on the metal re- frame of the ring on the way down, and like he's supposed to get up and like celebrate and like go do another move, and he just he's like, dude, my head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm like, yo, are you good? He's like, yo, I just need a minute. I just need a minute. So we lay there for a little bit. You know, we ad lib for a little bit. Until he gets his wits about him. Sometimes people are able to. Sometimes they're not. The problem is, like, it can't be on just Charlotte. Like, the person it really is on in that situation is the ref. Because the ref has is in constant communication with the back, letting them know what the situation is. And the back is responsible for, like, and, and that's in, at least in WWE. Right. In AEW, anything with, like, the ref has an earpiece in and can talk to the back the entire match is what he does all the time anyway. The ref is in communication. It's not on the wrestler to make the audible. Like, they can, but it's really on them to decide in the back what they're going to do first. And sometimes in the back, the answer is figure it out. And then it's on the wrestler. You right, know what right, but right. But you don't know what the case is in this situation. No, I understand exactly what you're saying. So that's what, like, I would think the reports are that Bruce Pritchard was the one that was running Gorilla during the course of that match. So I would probably be with you that I would start with, like, 
you're the one who has a million camera angles, right? Like you're the one who can rewatch something and see exactly what like happened, right? Like yeah. I would I would think it would probably start with Bruce in which he would say, "Okay, you're the one that's got to say, "Hey, we've got to do something." Like something has to be done in this moment. We can't just, you know, keep having Kyrie take bumps and continue on in this match when she's clearly not all there. Um, oh, no, I'm 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 against that at all. I'm against that idea. What do you mean? Oh, taking if bumps. She, yeah. If she wants to finish the oh, match, you're saying, finish the match. You're saying that if you think that she should just be allowed to do it. If she can get up and she feels like she can do it, she should be able to do it. Whew. Should Triple H have This is why I wanted to talk to AJ. This is tough, man. The conversation we were having was going round and round with like, well, because first of all, I didn't know. I mean, I assumed that people were hurt after watching the match because there was a couple of nasty bumps that you could tell. Uh, There was one where Charlotte hit her head and then there was a couple for Kyrie that were a little scary looking. But like these guys came in with like all this Internet the internet hates Charlotte because no, 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 no. it's not injured. It's not. It's Kyrie not that. Insane. Nobody said that. The heat is on Charlotte for what happened. Nobody hates Charlotte. The heat from wrestlers has been on Charlotte. That it. She. The specific. The rumor. The moves. People in she, their grandma's basement have. You're, you're doing. You're doing. You're doing a bit. You're doing a bit instead of having the conversation. <laughs> There's no Sorry. bit to be Go done. Ahead. The wrestling right. community, including a number of wrestlers, have said. That after it happened, Charlotte didn't do a good enough job of protecting Kyrie in those moments. That even to AJ's point, if you allow her to continue, that you can't do certain moves at that point with someone who's already concussed. Why can't you? Because you're she's running. Gonna, she's going to tell you to do them. Right. So, so this is going to be a similar conversation to the conversation we have about football, right? Like it's going to be yeah, the same and thing. I definitely. Like, got, I tore my meniscus versus the Atlanta Falcons and played the entire game. I tore it on the first play of the game, and I played the entire game. But I, do, do, do you not think that that's different than head injuries? Not really, no. Okay. I'd okay. rather have a concussion and be out and not be able to do physical activity for 10 days than tear my knee up and be out for well, okay. I mean, I think minimum I, weeks. Well, I understand. I understand that concept. Like, I get that. But in general, are you not more concerned about your overall brain health than you are about your knee health? No, okay. I'm not, actually. That's interesting. That's interesting, man. Like, Well, this is why I want to talk to an athlete, because it's like one thing for us to say what we're seeing and what and, – and plus, AJ, I, I also – Like, if, I cared, like if you, I cared that much about my brain, I wouldn't have played football as long Well, as I hear you on that, right? I get it. It's well, not, I, it ain't good. AJ, so, AJ, I was also saying, like, I don't know what it's like to go through a TLC match. So, like, at the same time that everybody's saying that Charlotte should see something, like, we're not accounting for the fact that Charlotte might also be messed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so she's not necessarily operating at 100% where she can tell that within a second that somebody has a concussion or can't do whatever. She might, they might be in each other's ears saying, hey, can you go? And she says, yeah, and then you just go, right? I mean that's yeah. what I would. Literally, guess it's literally been. it's it's like when, like I said, when the match with Brian Adams, Brian was like, "Yo, give me a minute," and then we found a way to give him for him to be able to rest for basically like two minutes, like while advancing the match along. So I I I think the bigger problem is that if WWE is going to present as though they do care, and this is part of the issue, right? Like there's a difference between presenting that you care and you actually care, right? The rules of football didn't change because the NFL actually cared. 
They changed because they had to present like they cared because they got sued by a lot of former football players. So they had, right. to ma- they had to make it seem like they cared, even though they didn't actually give a shit. Nothing actually changed at the top. They just they hated the fact they got sued, and so they needed to show that, hey, look, we care, and so they changed their rules. I don't think that WWE actually cares. I probably would assume that most of the people that you're talking about, AJ, would probably fall in line the same way. But as a company trying to protect themselves from lawsuits, trying to protect themselves from whatever it is that they might do, they need to present as though, no, we take concussions super seriously. And if there's even the the look of someone being concussed during the course of a match, no way we'd allow them to continue a la what we saw happen on NXT a couple of Wednesdays ago when they completely changed you know, course in a match the moment that there was the appearance of a concussion. There was another. There was another bad instance of this. Um, remember, Brie Bella kicked Liv Morgan. In the oh, face? absolutely right. Yeah, and no she question. was like ragdolling through the match for for like on an uncomfortable like three or four minutes. Oh my god. Um, yeah, no question. It, it, to the point where she kicked her in the face again because she didn't know that she was basically out on her feet. You know, um, and, and that's what and that's what I said earlier about why I didn't think the heat on Charlotte was fair. Like I. I think it's easy for us to say that the performers need to look out for each other, right? Like, I think, AJ, everybody's looking out for each other, right? Like, nobody's going into a so, match. So, AJ, the, the bit that everybody's pulling out and pointing at is like this. I don't know what the word for it is, but basically they're pointing out that there's a there's a moment in the match where she throws her into the guardrail, I think. Is that the one? Yeah. And she kind of, like, crumples up, and she picks her up by the hair and slaps her in the face. And says, let's go or something. And so people are interpreting that as her kind of put trying to push her through the injury. But like, I, it also could just be work, right? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's hard to, for an outsider to start delineating like, well, that Bruh, was work, but that's not Ky- that this real. Is, this has been drawn out too long. If yeah. I'm in a match with Kyrie Sane and Kyrie Sane bumps her head. And she asked me, can I go? And I say, yeah. We're going to finish the match that we had planned. Right. I think that everyone's mad because she power. Did she powerbomb her after that? I can't remember how it. Aaron would remember. I can't remember how it worked in, in combination. But yes. Well, I think- now I want to watch it again because I actually feel like Kyrie ended up doing another move um, after the one that. Right. So Aaron seems to think this injury happened in a different spot than I do. I think it's when she did the elbow to the to the like both of them were laying on the table, but Becky moved and she kind of just she didn't hit the table at all. She just kind of whiffed it and smashed off the ground. That's that's where I thought it happened. And, and the ref was all over her when that right. Yeah, too. I mean it didn't look good. Right. Absolutely, it didn't look good. But so, but I I understand AJ. I understand what you're talking about. I understand that it's a difficult thing. That if somebody says, this is what we're doing, then you've got a match. And you scripted it, and it was this way, and so we're just going to go perform the match um, unless I'm told otherwise. And I think that's where the question from somebody else... Because at any time, Kyrie can say, nah, let's switch this up. Right, and I don't know, again... By the way, WWE's been incredibly inconsistent when it comes to this kind of thing. Correct. Because... Because we, we've seen, you know, Triple H with a broken leg and, you know, Steve Austin with a broken neck. and But I do, you know, I, other I do think that they've tried to suggest there's a delineation with head injuries. Like, they've tried to publicly present oh, of course. that there's but then some... They, then we've also had matches where Sin Cara, like, bent his thumb back and well, yeah. ended the match. Yeah, well, that <laughs> is true, too. That, that did happen. That did happen. You're right about that. Um, 
By the way, how about uh, Samoa Joe suddenly being like a huge baby face? Like, what the fuck is that about? He's the Tony. He's the Tony Romo of the WWE. It's it's a really weird bit, man. Like, I, I when 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 I, like I think one of the struggles too is that like you have to accept Lawler as a heel, and Lawler has been such like WWE's grandfather for so long that like it's, yeah, it's hard to go back to him being a true heel, which was how this all began. So it was a really weird bit, but it it comes at a time that like the rumor is that Joe is fairly close to getting back in the ring so yeah because you can easily flip the switch and just have him murder someone but like why would you do you this know? then you know like why have joe be because a- it makes him even more evil when he finally snaps yeah up all right him. maybe you there's know, something to be said for that maybe that's remember true. they did the same exact thing with cm punk where he was like this he was like this broadcaster that was like quippy and like people liked him or whatever and then he killed john cena like randomly. Oh God! <laughs> I do remember that now. Okay, all right, that's a fair comparison. It was it was kind of a perfect thing because you kind of lulled everybody into thinking that he was harmless, and and then he, I think, isn't that when he be, became the head of the Nexus or whatever? Yeah, and that, that was yeah sort of yeah. around the time that's around of the that pipe time. bomb and all yep. that. Yeah. All right, um, AJ. I believe you have a question you need to ask us. Who had the best match in WWE this week? I really hope that I was really actually kind of hoping this would be a week where you would be like last week where you decided what the answer was and you didn't give a shit what we had to say about it. Um, mm-hmm. Because I genuinely don't know. Like I really genuinely don't know. Um, I didn't think this was a this was a week of like classics necessarily. No, um, I th- I thought there were decent matchups. So. I'd listen to just about any argument. I think if I had to vote, it would probably be the triple threat just from NXT just because it was a really good match of significance. And in a week where there weren't a lot of significant matches, like just in terms of what it meant, it was a it was a match that lived up to its billing and it meant something, so that would probably be my vote. Cool. All right. I mean, well, I'm good with that. I, I, I was going to say that or the women's t- tag title match from uh, TLC. Um, at least the most entertaining match of the weekend to me, um, or of the week in general. But I can go with the triple threat. By the way, you know, the other, one that, the other one I think it's worthy of discussion is Garza and Leo. I thought that was really good. Oh, it was yeah. really good. It was you know, really, like, really, really good. And I was I'd, shocked that he won. I was pretty shocked. Yeah, like, I'm trying to figure out if that was... Like the the bit where he like proposed right afterwards was yeah. was made me wonder like hey if if we don't just give him the belt for now we something we can reverse in a few weeks just to kind of create like a moment that would get us some social media traction. Um, well, I, I I also think like if you've been watching um, every week like they've done a good job between two or five NXT and the pay per views or whatever that they've all had these matches. Like now, it, it feels like a real. This is the first time the cruiserweight titles felt like a real feud in a while. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, like they're actually telling a story. They did the thing with Leo's family in the crowd, and um, yeah. So I, I think we we got a few more matches to go on this one. I don't think this is just gonna. No, I don't think so either. It, it felt to me like okay, if they knew that he was thinking about proposing to his chick, and he mentioned maybe doing it like on TV or whatever. Yeah. Then like. You could, him win, and then you could, could get a bunch of social media, you know, cl- follow, you know, retweets and shit. Wrestler wins championship, then proposes to girlfriend, right? Like, I feel like 
that was probably a quick sell for social media too. So I'm not, which doesn't mean that Angel Garza is not deserving of it. He's been fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Angel Garza has been great since he arrived. So I'm, I think it's dope. I don't think it really hurt Leo all that much. I think Leo's looked good for the last couple of weeks. It was obviously a little ham-fisted them getting him back into the picture the way they did. But like, I'm with you. I think it's been a good program. I think it's been one of the better parts of NXT um in when they've gone to it in recent weeks so i'm i'm down with that also obviously raul mendoza is the top star in all of professional wrestling because he scored a win (laughs) over cameron grimes so fucking probably gonna win the royal rumble now i think like i think that's the way this works you get a win over grimes is going to win the royal rumble well i mean i think we need to i think we need to have a cameron grimes stupid hat on a pole match <laughs> How dare you sully Cameron Grimes hat? How dare you say anything negative whatsoever about the greatness that is Cameron fucking Gr- Grimes hey, time, baby? That's that spot from a couple of weeks ago where you thought that uh Raul Mondoza was gonna fight Kushida and they, they kept the camera in close so you couldn't see Cameron Grimes run to do his finisher on the ramp yeah, on the, on yeah, him. yeah. that was pretty sick. No, it I was, gotta say. It was cool. You're right about that. That was cool. Um, all right, AJ, what jumped out at you most in watching this past week? Um, just the fact that uh, Bray Wyatt is wrestling as Bray Wyatt. Yeah, we talked and to Like, the fact that are we going to see more of that? Is The Fiend now basically what um, the demon is for Finn Balor? Do we only see it on fair occasions? Do we see it every once in a while? Um, I I love the bit of the the Bray Wyatt having that big campy blue belt, and then the Fiend having his own belt. I love that. Um, the fact that he wrestled in Doc Martens gave me life. Yeah, that was pretty great too. Man, I love- uh, I'm interested to see. I'm assuming he brings the Fiend back out for New Daniel Bryan, and yeah. New Daniel Bryan loses. Only to maybe then win the Royal Rumble. You know, you know what's interesting. I th- I think I love this this bit they're doing now with the big circus hammer thing. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, wait, wait. Let me go back to something though, AJ. You think that you have Daniel Bryan lose to Bray Wyatt a second time, then win the Rumble to face him a third time? Not him necessarily. Okay. Maybe that's. Do you finally get what you've always wanted, Glenn? Oh, you think that you flip him? Oh, oh. Well, I'm listening to that. Because he, he's already proven he can't beat The Fiend, but there's somebody he always knew that he could. That I'd listen to that. I'm on board. Um, it was stupid they didn't do it before. They absolutely should do it now. I'm just so... Like, everyone is suggesting that they are hell-bent on a, you know, a Brock Lesnar, you know, celebrity match at WrestleMania. Like, they are hell-bent. <laughs> That it's either I don't know be... if anybody's notices this or not, but when Brock Lesnar's in the match, it already is a celebrity. I mean, match. I agree with that. It's just all of the reporting is that they want to do Brock Lesnar, Tyson Fury, if Tyson Fury beats Deontay Wilder, which like I I get the idea of having like boxing's heavyweight champion versus professional wrestling's heavyweight. Champion. Like I get why that's so fucking appealing to them. So it's... what happens when Deontay De- Deontay Wilder? beats his ass i mean that the 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 the, if you the the strongest reporting suggests that that's their plan their plan is tyson fury brock lesnar for wrestlemania and if tyson fury were to lose that they just pivot back to kane velasquez at that point which that and that's the thing i just don't don't know how anybody 
I was so on board with that concept of Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez being awesome. It's just that it was such shit when they did it that I don't know how you could possibly sell it as something that people would want again at WrestleMania. Like, it was such a fucking dud. Dead on arrival. I, I have no interest at all. Like, I, I can't believe the thing. How is it that we made it to a world where Tyson Fury, who is in no way as a professional wrestler, is a more desirable option for WrestleMania than Cain Velasquez, who's been a damn good professional wrestler over the course of the year? That's how fucking yeah. bad it was. Like, that's how bad that thing ended up being. I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I don't really want the Tyson Fury thing either. Like, I want the, the guy that's the champion to be defending the belt against another professional wrestler who might be on the professional wrestling show the next night. Like, that's, that's what I would like to see happen. But I also understand that they, to them, that's a fucking fuck ton of money to say, let's do Tyson Fury versus Brock Lesnar. And at some point, I kind of say, all right, I live with that. The Brock Lesnar, the idea of doing Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez again, I, I just don't even know how that gets beyond, like when they say that, somebody's got to be like, dude, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we, we, you done fucked up, A.A. Ron, like, it's just not happening, man, like, we, we tried that, and, you know, whoever that's on, Cain being too hurt, we forced it because we needed to get that blood money um, at WWE's pay-per-view, uh, which is called, of course, Brandon uh, no mercy. No, I, well, okay, that's good too. I was hoping you were going to say blood money, um, but yeah, that's also awful. Um, <laughs> well, we other people call it blood money. I know I like that's your bit. No mercy. mercy. I, I know. Funny, I know that's your bit. Um, called blood money. So, yeah. so I like they forced it because they were trying to get the money. I, I, I'm hoping that it was just the cane was was hurt too much, and so it just didn't. But it's it was shit. I mean, it was complete it was, shit. It was. Here, here's the thing I'm concerned about. I have no idea what they're paying Cain Velasquez, but considering where he was put on the card, I would guess they're paying him something significant. Um, and like, if if we're running that back, like, how I, much work do you I can't have help to do? To think there's better things to do with that money. So how much I mean? how much work do you like, have to do to make that appealing again? How much fucking work would they have to do? To Speaking make, of better things you can do with the money, do you think we're really going to get Harlem Heat versus the Revival? Oh, I think that's obvious. Like that's dude, that's obvious, right? I'm all in on that. I'm, dude. I, you know, a, we talked a lot about. I, st- I don't think I don't like it as much as I like the idea of King Booker versus you know King Corbin. Like I, st- I thought that was slam but how, dunk. How about making something on a uh, pre-show matter? Like <laughs> that's true. Yeah, th- this was built off of you have the simple, Revival get into this like potentially game-changing segment on a fucking pre-show of a pay-per-view. It, that's when it happened, right? It yes, like that's when all of this happened yeah. because they wandered over. And I like I was fast-forwarding through because I watched the show the next day. So I'm fast-forwarding through. It just so happened to be that I was reading about it at the exact same time as I was fucking fast-forwarding through. And so I just yeah. thought to stop it. But yes, they came over and accused Booker of never giving them any credit and said, why don't you get your brother and we can have it. And it was... It, it, it all lines up perfectly. You're in Houston. You're in a baseball stadium. You've got everybody in Rumble matches, so you've got space for another match on the card. Sure. You know what I mean? And, like, Booker, unlike most wrestlers his age, actually looks really fucking good. So, um, and I believe there's a term for that, AJ, why it is that guys that look like Booker uh, <laughs> still look good at that age. No? All right. I don't think I'm supposed AJ, to say it. Where's AJ? AJ, where are you? 
I hope he didn't die. I hope he didn't have a heart attack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Um, I hope he's not I concussed. Think, I, think, I think it rhymes with something um, yeah. sack. Yes, yeah, or- smack, whatever you want. To, yes, it definitely rhymes with that. That's what it is. But no, it was dope. It was it was dope as shit, man. It was dope. Yeah. It so was, if that really happens, I'll be I'll be happy. That that'll be like that that's like I think a refreshing legend return type match that like you know, we were getting all these matches before it tended to be this one of the same couple of guys. Like this is a different kind of um this is like a different brand of that. Yeah. I think it people is. like I mean remember Booker came back and did a short little program with Cody Rhodes. Um Oh my God! Wow! Yeah. Arena. Yeah, I Remember? totally forgot about that. Yep, absolutely. I think, and I think it was TLC or Extreme Rules or one of the, it was something like that. But um, he had a pretty good match with Cody. So I, I or a pretty good series of matches with Cody. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this for sure. Oh, I think I think it's a great idea. Uh, again, I would prefer you know Booker and Corbin. I thought that was such a I mean, it was just such a no-brainer to me. I'm like, why the fuck would you not do well, that? Well, so that's that's the next thing you say. If they're going to do this, that's crazy that they didn't get to do that. Right. Hang on. We, let me try to call AJ back. Um, well, by the way, the answer you're looking for is black. Don't that's play. the one. I just don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not. I never know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say anymore. And that's one that I'm always confused as to whether I'm not allowed to say. But, yep, that's how it is. Um, and yeah, I think it's, I think it's cool. All right. Anything else from this week that we need to cover? That's weird. Glenn, you say way louder shit than that when AJ isn't on the line. Well, wait a second. You dick. Oh, you're one of those, huh? You dick. What an asshole. What an asshole trying to get me in trouble. All right. Let's get some plugs in. Uh, AJ, what's going on with you, man? Follow me on all social media at AJ Francis 410. Once again, that is at AJ Francis 410. Oh, I got um, some big news coming probably soon, so I'll let you know. That's, Hi, all, that's awesome, man. All right. We uh, can't wait for the big news. Brandon, uh, what's coming up, man? Dude, we got lots of stuff. We're kind of on pause with announcements for, until after the holidays right now because you don't want to enter that vortex of uh, not being able to sell tickets by putting something on sale right when people are buying uh, last-minute Christmas presents. So um, just no one sees it. You know what I mean? So, I so we're kind of at a, a stop right now. More announcements coming in, in the new year. Um, we do have Citizen Cope coming up on the 29th, which oh, I know Glenn I'll is be there. hoping that the I think it looks. I think it looks. I think, it, get I think we're good. I think we're all right. I think it, it might be a 425, think, but that's all right. Yeah, I think we're good, too. So, um, so yeah, Ramsted Live, at Ramsted Live on Twitter and Instagram and Ramsted Live on Facebook at RamsedLive.com. And I'm at Brandon Linton. That's awesome. If you right. want to argue with me about um, why AEW why AW fans suck. asshole fans? <laughs> <Go fight. laughs> Just kidding. I don't. Go I don't f- want to argue with anybody about. Go anything. fight with him. All right, at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. Um, we don't know what we're going to do yet for next week. It is a holiday week. We might. I, I've thought about maybe trying to compile like an episode of all of our best interviews from the year or something like that. Um, but we'll figure that it out. That sounds like out. a lot of work, Glenn. Yeah, I don't really want to do that either. Is that what thing? do you mean? <laughs> well, I would just have to we go. Gotta do, we got to do the jobbies. What are you talking about? I, mean, yeah, I, I thought we would do that. Jobbies. I thought they would do that the following week, the New Year's week. I thought that was the plan. But we'll figure oh, no, we it out. Dude, there's too much wrestling. By, by the time that happens, we're going to have a new favorite right. uh, wrestler oh, of the year. Fun. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll come up with a plan for what we're going to do. Um, thank you to Aaron for him, for Brandon, for... 
There he is, AJ Francis. That's a fetish truck. AKA Frank, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jabbing Out. You know, I hope that Doritos commercial is really successful. Yeah, I do too, because I'm going to get paper. <laughs> <laughs>